This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and junkies, welcome to this week's episode of the NWA Saturday Special on Sunday morning. Brought to you, of course, by the folks here at the PTB Wrestling Network. I am your co-host, Scott Criscolo. Joining me, as always, the doctor, <coughs> Dr. G. Giorgio Bruno. The pleasure is all yours. How are you? It's good to have you back, man. Uh, we, have, we have not talked to you, sir, since uh, our... Place to be nation uh, Twitch feed for NWA always ready. Uh, I uh, I did the uh, reaction show uh, to give you a chance and everybody else a chance to watch it. Uh, and this week, of course, uh, they had the they called it knocks out episode because they were in Knoxville, which was taped, I think, the next day uh, of uh, it was a special episode of power called uh, knocks out. And uh First off, Doctor, after you've had a chance to watch the whole thing now, um, give me two or three points that you got out of uh, the actual pay-per-view of NWA Always Ready. Of course, you joined us on the feed a little late, but you uh, you came on for the good matches. Um, although, was, overall, I enjoyed the show. If you want to hear my opinions, of course, uh, take a listen to the reaction special on the feed. It dropped uh, this past Tuesday morning. Uh, so you guys know my opinions, but doctor, what were, you know, that you had a chance to finally watch the whole thing. Uh, what were a couple of points of the pay-per-view that uh, you want to, well, that, well, that, that struck out to you? Well, let's start with the, with the, the main event. I mean, uh, you know, we, I guess we were all kind of shocked uh, with Trevor Murdoch winning the championship, but mm-hmm. it almost seems like they kind of just did like a reset because obviously weren't expecting the Cardona to be out. So um, I know uh, that didn't make our compadre Sean Kidd too happy. No, but (laughs) um, I know that everybody would love to see, uh, I know he's trying to campaign to get Trevor to defend the championship against Ric Flair for his last match. <laughs> I think we all are. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, you know what? You never know. You never know. You know, you, 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 who would have thought he's going to be coming back, which I don't think he should, but whatever. That's another story for another day. But mm-hmm. um, so I thought uh, that was kind of shocking. I mean, I don't know who I thought was going to win that, but I just didn't think it was going to be Trevor Murdoch. Mm. Well, we did do a poll on the PTB Wrestling Network a Twitter page this past week who should have won that match. And we had we had a few uh, we had a few uh, uh, votes and we thank you for your participation. And um, Sam Shaw 
I think Sam Shaw and Nick Aldis finished tied. Uh, and then Latimer and then Trevor finished last. <laughs> I think I have to double check that. But um, I don't like, think I don't think I don't think many people expected Trevor. So the other thing was the uh, NWA World Women's Tag Team Championship changing hands. I was not expecting that. Correct. Pretty not empowered. Pretty empowered to to beat the hex. I I was very very shocked with that. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. But I was I I you know my prediction was that the hex was going to win. Were you shocked by that? I was. I was yes. Shocked. So we had uh, actually uh, we had a three way tie. Tom Latimer got no votes, but the the votes were split equally amongst Trevor Murdoch, Nick Aldis, and Sam Shaw. So that was was a three way tie in. I guess my third point would be the uh, homicide. Mm-hmm. Um, we kept thinking Col- Colby Carino was going to be, or, you know, even Sean Kidd was thinking that Colby Carino had already won the championship, the light heavyweight championship. Um, and then when he did wind up fi- uh, fight, you know, when Colby was cashing it in and, he was uh, face uh, went to face homicide. Okay, there you go. You're thinking, okay, who's going to win that match? It's going to be Colby. And homicide pulled it out. And he, you know, let me tell you, we wrestled two good matches. I, I really enjoyed those matches. Yes, I concur. They were both great. And we'll talk about uh, homicide and the Hawks family a little bit later because. Uh... Uh, there was something on power this week that uh, came out of that. So, so I, again, I was a uh, lot of, a lot of things I was not expecting. And I, you know, I, I, I do, I eventually think Colby Carino will wear that championship, the light heavyweight championship. Yes. I mean, I thought when, you know, when, uh, if I, I mean, I, I knew the result already going and watching it, which kind of stunk in some ways, but if I had seen it live, I'd have, I would have thought Colby was going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought he was too, but but Homicide worked his ass off. And of course, we had another title change besides the men's, the women's tag titles. We have new world tag team champions. Uh, I guess if I had a four point, I thought that was kind of shocking too. Mm, the uh, the uh, Commonwealth Connection. Of uh, Harry Smith and Doug Williams defeated La Rebellion to become world champ. I don't think that was an upset per se, um, because I mean, Commonwealth Connections, no, you know, they're not chopped liver, so I wouldn't say it's as much of an upset as Pretty Empowered winning. But uh, I thought that the Briscoes were going to win, but I didn't even see the Briscoes weren't even on the show. Um, but you do have to take your credit, though, Doctor. You you were very adamant on the preview show. That Natalia Markova was going to beat Taya Valkyrie, and you were right. So, kudos to you for that. Uh, of course, if you want to hear our pre, if you want to listen, listen to our preview special. Then, if you have the pay per view, if you have NWA All Access, watch the pay per view and then turn off the volume and listen to me and Callum McDougal and Doctor came on a little bit later for our uh, Twitch feed alternate commentary, and then listen to me uh, for our uh, reaction special, and you'll get the full. Beginning, middle, and end of uh, the coverage we had of NWA Always Ready. And it was announced, as I mentioned on the reaction special, the next pay-per-views will be, as anticipated, the final weekend of August. 
They're going back to the chase in St. Louis for NWA 74. It, it, it must have been very successful to have it there. I was kind of disappointed. I, I, would, I was hoping they would come up in this area or close. I agree. Our... I agree. And if <laughs> they said it's a, they said it's a weekend. The Northeast, right? He wants to. I, there's rumors he wants to do Hammerstein. So I've heard he's very um, hesitant to go to Philly. Because he doesn't want to do the whole, he doesn't want to need, because obviously he would do it at the ECW arena. And I don't think he wants ECW chance and that kind of stuff. So he's very, he wants to keep it like that Southern NWA Crockett feel. And he doesn't want, you know, all those nut jobs in there with hockey sticks and cheese graters uh, chanting uh, ECW. Um, I think I agree with uh, Sean. I think they should do, at some point, they should do Baltimore. I would, that's a drive I would take. Um, but you and I did vow that we would go to NWA 75 next year in 2023. And um, if it's in St. Louis, fuck it. I'll go to St. Louis. Why not? I'll wear a shirt with a Cardinal jersey and a lo- circle with a line through it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to see, in all honesty, I would like to see that Bush Stadium. Because apparently that their, their ballpark is very, very nice. So did you know they have a better fan base? They're the best fan base in baseball? Oh, whatever. <laughs> You've heard that. <laughs> You've heard enough of that shit. Um, Anyway. Who cares? Um, Anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, all right. Why don't we uh, dive in? Let's dive in, baby. Let's Let's just dive in. Let's do it. Let's get into uh, this uh, past Tuesday's episode of NWA Power, technically called Knocks Out. So this was taped the next day. Uh, So last Sunday, the day after the pay-per-view. And Kyle... uh, a pretty good opening interview, actually. Kyle's in the ring. This is actually before the credits. And out comes uh, Bully Ray. Bully Ray, of course, did commentary for the last two matches of the pay-per-view. He did the Camille Kylan King match, and then he did the the four-way. Uh, I think my the highlight of the of the of the whole show for me was when he walked over to his ex fiance, Velvet Sky, shook her hand, and then Velvet was all like flummoxed and all awkward. It was really great. I couldn't. <laughs> I was so looking forward to just the awkwardness of that. It was pretty awesome. It was a little awkward. So, it was great. I loved it. So, uh, so, so Bully gets in the ring and he talks about that, you know, loves the fans. He tries to start an NWA chant and, you know, thanks the fans for a great night last the previous night of the pay-per-view and da, da, da. And then out comes, and this is where my first surprise of the night out comes VSK and, uh, and Mike Knox, uh, the, the Cardona's, uh, two fourths, I guess one half of their little faction there. And I, the first thing I said to myself was, I thought these guys were gone. Maybe they'll be their own little tag team, but I, I pretty much thought that that the whole Matt Cardona experiment was over. And that, you know, um, that was that was very strange. Anyway, they came out and they were all jolly and everything. And then Mike Knox was trying to be like phony nice to him and then pretty much cut a skating promo saying he was a fake. What did he call him? A fake tough guy, which I thought was funny because a lot of people have called him that on social media. And they said he's a piece of shit. You're a cancer in every locker room you've been in. I mean, it was almost like a work shoot. You've been a cancer in every locker room you've been in. When we were in Aces and Eights, you hung us out to dry. You got your Legends deal, and you left us to starve. Never thought I'd hear Aces and Eights in the NWA. Um, Bully says, listen, let's talk pri- Let's talk privately. Let's work this out. Listen, if you want me to leave, thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Billy. I'll leave. And Mike Knox punches him in the face. Him and VSK kind of work him over a bit, and then they put him through a table. So that was pretty interesting. Um Bully Ray's not my favorite. I, I I've been very vocal on Place Me Nation's main event uh, about you his, be vocal. Come on, yeah, about his uh, booking 
inadequacies in Ring of Honor, which of course he's not there. But uh, but it was good. I, I I thought it was neat to see him there and uh, you know add a little star power to the show and take the beat down, put the Cardonas over, put over VSK and uh, and and Mike Knox. So I thought it was a fine opening segment. And it technically, again, this was before the credits. The credits rolled after this segment, Doctor, which was kind of cool. Kind of a raw, like, raw 98, 99 kind of thing. Had a little bit of an edgy feel, which sometimes I think the NWA misses. Uh, you know, like, I think sometimes they need need a little bit of that edginess. Not not every show, but right. it was nice. It was a little different. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like you said, adds, adds a little star power and... and you know, Bully Ray himself. I mean, he, he he did look a little slow, though, you know, like getting up and moving around a little bit. I mean, I know he's trying to sell the, you know, the sucker punch, but uh, it looked it didn't age very well, if you want to say. But other than that, you know, he went through the table. He did, you know, I mean, he did his job for the night. He, he, he earned his paycheck. Right. He did. He did. So uh, and via and uh, actually the Cardona's are wrestling later in the night. Uh, so, um, and next up, uh, May Valentine, uh, interviewed Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. Green says they are unwilling at this time to reveal what Billy Corgan said to them before Matt had to relinquish the 10 pounds of gold. So, uh, obviously doctor, uh, based on that, Matt Cardona is not going anywhere. Um, having said that, you know, I guess, you know, Technically, they could still be around. You know, Chelsea could wrestle in, in, women, in the women's division. You know, VSK and Mike Knox could wrestle. You know, Cardona may just walk around with his, you know, with his right arm in a sling and act like a dick until October. So what are your thoughts on him sticking around? I I, I thought he was gone. I thought they were just going to get rid of, you know, he's going to leave, go do other stuff. They were going to. That's why I thought Trevor would win the belt to kind of reboot. Um, but it sounds like he's sticking around. Yeah, I, I think so. I think. uh I think he'll definitely be back once he's healed. Um, I, I, I don't, it's kind of funny to think, what are they going to do? I mean, I, I wasn't expecting Trevor to be the champion again. So is he just a transitional champion? Um, I, I think Nick Aldis will win it back again, but I don't think it's going to be right away. Like I've been saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, um, no, I, I will see. We'll see. I, I I one thing I will say that I'm that I'm actually pleasantly surprised about is I do I am happy about the um I am happy about the uh um kind of uncertainty over the summer as we go as we get into the summer about what the future holds in terms of the main event and and you know uh Trevor is champion and what the deal is and so there is some uncertainty which you know adds some fun. We we miss kind of the kayfabe days, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, well, one thing I've noticed about the NWA is because there's, I mean, it stinks in one way because there's not a lot of eyes on it and the, you know, so-called wrestling press is not covering it as strong as the other companies. Every time we think we predict something, it winds up going another way. So it it is kind of fun. It's almost like watching wrestling 30 years ago where you kind of, you know, wondering, okay, what's the next move? What are they going to do? I mean, some stuff could be a little predictable, but... Not all the time. Like I, I didn't see this coming. Mm. I didn't either. So, um, Luke Hawks uh, comes out with May, and he's pissed off. He thinks, uh, as you know, Homicide beat PJ Hawks, his son, 
to keep the, the junior heavyweight title at the pay-per-view. Then the Fixers came out, beat the shit out of both of them. The Mortons came out to save them. And then, of course, Colby came out and they had a second match. Uh, Luke Hawks thinks that he, instead of taking care of his son, he was kissing the Mortons' asses. So I don't know if this is a, a Luke Hawks heel turn. You still think the kid's going to turn heel. So one of them is. We'll yeah. see. One of them is. So we'll see how that goes out. Uh, your girl, Natalia Markova, is ready to snatch her, switch her focus to Camille and the World Women's Championship. Um, Kylan King, also in an interview, says despite her loss at Always Ready, she is going to put the work in, get back up the ranks, and uh, get uh, get that World Women's title back. Of course, she wrestled an amazing match with Camille at the pay-per-view. Once again, Camille delivers on the big stage, and that women's match was awesome. Um. Oh, right before, well, I, I, I want to mention this. I forgot to mention it. Thank you, by the way, as always, Josh Lopez, for helping me with the notes. You can follow him on on a Twitter at Josh Lopez Media. Um, Trevor Murdoch, uh, the champion, was cutting an empty arena promo about donating to your local food bank. Dr. G and I know about giving food to food shelters and food pantries, so we know we know that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, and then the Freeman brothers, Rush Freeman has an older brother who's a little twerp and, and Trevor beat the shit out of him. So I don't know. That was kind of funny. Again, sounds like Trevor is back to being a baby face. It definitely feels like everything is rebooting. Yeah. Everybody's rebooting from like February. You know what I mean? So we'll see. Uh, we had a pretty good women's match. Ty of Valkyrie took on Taryn Terrell, the manager of Natalia Markova. She looked good. She kind of like browned her hair a little bit. It's not as blonde. It was. She looked really good. Uh, great match. I mean, I always thought Terrence Terrell was a, was a solid wrestler. She's former Impact champion, and uh, she was in WWE for a little bit. So she's got some cred. Um, but Taya Valkyrie gets the win with the uh, Road to Valhalla, which is her finisher. So uh, she gets the victory via pinfall. Uh, don't forget, Dr. G. Where can we find the best? in replica NWA belts. Fandubelts.com backslash NWA. Correct. You can get the original Sweet Charlotte with the Australia plate, or you can get the new uh, Sweet Charlotte with the Nick Aldis United Kingdom plate, which is the one that's right to the left of the main plate if you're looking right at it. So Fandubelts.com backslash NWA. Uh, and then our main event, uh, a very unique tag match. The Cardona's come back out, Mike Knox and VSP. I mean, VSK and VSP. Isn't that a vision insurance? Uh, VSK. And they take on the reunited, which is also very weird, uh, Strictly Business. Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis are teaming for the first time uh, since the Crockett Cup when they lost. Um and then the, the, that next power right after they pretty much dumped them. Well, they were teaming again. And Latimer and Adonis pretty much were wrestling like baby faces. Adonis was, or uh, Latimer was kind of playing up to the crowd. Crowd was getting into him. So I think, I think, I, I thought it was just Camille that was getting the face pops. Camille and, and Latimer uh, seemed to be getting uh, their share of, uh, of face pops. So uh, a good back and forth match. Uh, Latimer in the, in the uh, climax goes for a power bomb, but VSK lands back in his feet. The referee catches VSK grabbing Latimer's tights. Knox drop, la- drops Latimer with a big boot. 
VSK super kicks Latimer for a two count. Knox with clubbing blows to Adonis' back. Knox tees off on Adonis. VSK dumps Latimer out of the ring. VSK goes for the hip attack, but Adonis counters with the master lock. Knox suffers the same fate. Latimer connects with the brighter side of suffering, which is a powerbomb, and picks up the win. So strictly business, even though they are reunited maybe for just a night, uh, get the victory. I think it's kind of rebuilding Tom Latimer. He, you know, continuing to build him up the ranks. Of course, he won at the pay-per-view. He beat Scion, and then he got into the main event. Uh, the four-way for the world title did not get pinned, so that doesn't hurt, and gets the win here with his guy. So I feel like, uh, Doctor, that uh, Tom Latimer is kind of going back on an upward trajectory after continuously eating plates of shit in that feud with Nick Aldis. I feel he's, I'm glad he's out of that, and I feel like he's kind of elevating himself back up again. I agree, and it's interesting to see, uh, you know, how they treat him and uh, Camille in the storylines if they're going to actually be faces. And, um, you know, I think we've been waiting that, you know, how, what it's going to happen with Nick Aldis is, is he, are they going to get back together again? Um, there's, you know, again, there's a lot of interesting storylines going on. It's just a matter of, you know, but the good part of this is you, you think you could guess what's going to happen, but a lot of times we're not right. Mm-hmm. Which is very rare because usually we can figure this stuff out. I know. So so that's your show. So a, a very short episode of Power, one of the shorter ones that happens after a pay-per-view. It was um, if you're if you have Fight TV and you look at the timer, it's just a shade under 41 minutes. So it was not a long show this week. And this was the uh, knocks out show that was on um, that was on uh, Sunday, uh, Sunday, this past Tuesday that aired that was recorded the day after the pay-per-view. Since we are recording uh, Saturday evening and you're hearing this on Sunday morning, why don't we do a quick recap of NWA USA from yesterday? And you could watch it. It's on fight. It's on uh, YouTube right now and it'll end up being on fight TV, I think, later tonight. Uh, Joe Galley, Velvet Sky, Tim Storm with commentary. First match, Samuel Shaw, who obviously is is a big player now in the NWA, the former Dexter Loomis, uh, defeated uh, Mercurio. Um, Shaw makes Mercurio tap out to the silence uh, finisher. After the match, Mercurio vents to Kyle Davis about Shaw ruining his premier debut. Uh, Mercurio demands an apology from Shaw. Mercurio heads to the backstage area instead. So that was weird. Anyway, Samuel Shaw won the match via submission. Uh, guess what? Fandubelts.com backslash NWA. Uh, May Valentine had a backstage interview with Camille and Tom Latimer. Speaking of, Latimer talks about his loyalty to the NWA brand and why he should have be the next world's champion. Camille de- demands that Billy Corgan give Latimer an opportunity. So they're kind of half and half. So I'm not sure. So anyway. Um, pretty empowered. Had an interview, speaking of our new world women's tag team champions, uh, Kenzie Page and Ella Envy, and they expressed their gratitude on becoming the new champions. So we'll see how that goes. And then the main event, because don't forget, NWA USA is a short show. Uh, the main event, speaking of the Hawkses, uh, they weren't in this match, but uh, Homicide and the Mortons, Ricky and Carrie, took on Colby Carino and the Fixers in a six-man tag. Uh, it was a good little match. Uh, Ricky lands the suicide dive, which was crazy. Carrie ducks a clothesline. From Carino, Carrie connects with the schoolboy roll-up to pick up the win. After the match, Carino throws a temper tantrum on the outside. So uh, another win for Homicide and the Mortons. Another loss for Colby Carino. So 
speaking of plates of shit. And Ricky Martin's amazing at his age. I know he's like what did I what I looked it up uh, earlier in the week. I think we or I looked I looked it up on the live stream and I think we I think I said he was sixty five. I think yeah, he's between sixty three and sixty five. I think yeah. So and he's still going. He's still going. So so that was this past. Uh, it aired. It would obviously drop if you're listening to this Sunday morning. It dropped yesterday on YouTube. Usually because we record Fridays, this ep- the episodes haven't aired yet. But we're giving you a special treat. Uh, pretty good matches though, the, the, particularly that six man. So. Uh, go to the go to uh, the NWA YouTube page, and uh, and it's there. And then if you have Fight TV, I think it air, I think it drops on Fight later today. Uh, that's about it. A pretty uh, quick express episode of the NWA Saturday Special. Uh, I wish there was more to talk about, to be honest. But uh, uh, it's yeah. a little let down after the pay per view. Yeah, uh, you know, you, you, again. They had to do like a reset, so I don't know if there's a lot of excitement around Trevor being the champion again, but I'm sure they'll create some kind of storyline where they'll become an interest in the championship again. And yeah, uh, I mean, what could could he wrestle Ric Flair? I I doubt it, but you know, you never know. Yeah, there's no doubt that the excitement is different when he beat Nick Aldis last year at NWA 73, and then this time he the crowd was hot. I, I hate much to Sean's chagrin. The crowd was hot when he won the world title at NWA 73. Um, this time it was more like, oh, really? Oh, OK. Yeah, I I don't know if I don't want to say Billy's regretting it, but let's just say I wouldn't keep the belt on Trevor too long if you want to keep uh, momentum going. I hate to say that, but I have to I have to I was a little I was a little skeptical with Sean. I thought Trevor wasn't terrible as champion. I think he deserved a chance. This time, though, you could clearly tell that there's no there's no buzz. There's no, no buzz with him winning. I think people I think you know why? Because I think people really thought in the building that night that Samuel Shaw was going to win the title. And when he didn't and it went back to Trevor, I think anybody else winning except him. I think the crowd would have been fine. They, everyone loves the, the National Treasure Nick Aldis. I think Samuel Shaw winning would have been huge. And and to be honest, I think the crowd would have been pretty happy if if Tom Latimer walked out world champion. I think the one guy nobody wanted to see win won, and that's why the the pop was a little flat, uh, you know. And I said that on we said that on the on the stream, so so we'll see about that. Anyway, we'll talk more NWA uh, next week. Uh, we might as well mention it. We're going to really dive into it deep. Myself, Nate Milton, and, and Pete Schermacher later this week on uh, the newest episode of the main event. Um, this Vince thing, I mean. I, I want your take on it for a few minutes, uh, or you could talk about it not at all. Um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, let's be honest. Are we really surprised? Honestly? I'm not really surprised, per se. It's just that when you are a publicly traded company, even though he, he the McMahons uh, own a majority of the um, stock, you know, you, you, you have to answer to others whether you like it or not. I mean, yes, he yep. does hold a lot of power still, don't get me wrong. But, yep. um, you know, it's eventually somebody obviously um, supposedly it was a friend of this woman, but it's probably somebody in the company that leaked something, somebody that, you know, yep. can't it's stand. I don't mean, maybe you, you who know, knows? He, he pisses are, off a lot of people. So <laughs> yeah. a lot of people think it was Sasha Banks, but I doubt that. I don't think I don't think it had anything to do with talent. I think it was something else. So yeah, I think it was anyway. 
but in any case, yeah, in any- I, I, I mean, I I have to process it a little bit. I mean, it's just it's one of those things where, um, you know, you just it would be a sad ending for him. You know, but I mean, they say that he's going to hold on to power no matter what. And then Stephanie, who supposedly set that stepped down as chief branding officer, supposedly she wasn't doing her job per se. So was that just rumors put around and she knew what was going on? Obviously, I think they knew what was going on for a little while and made her step down. You know, she stepped down from that this way. Then she could take over. I have no idea. You know, like it's just. I don't either. There's a lot of rumors going on and rumors and innuendo. Well, you know what? The truth uh, lies somewhere in the middle, and I'm just not sure where that middle is. I don't either. Maybe Nick Khan knows. Maybe Tony Khan knows. Maybe Tony Khan thinks he's Nick Khan if he does any more blow. Who knows? Anyway, um, that'll do it for this week's episode of the NWA Saturday special uh, on a Sunday. That's okay. Happy Father's Day to all the dads, granddads, goddads like myself. Um, out but, there, and you know what? Anybody, uncle, it doesn't matter. Anybody out there, any male that is a father figure to someone. Uh, same thing back on Mother's Day for any women that are mother figures to anyone. You could be a mom or a dad, uh, and not you know be an actual mom or dad because you could be a wonderful influence on on a child. So look at me, I'm a hump, and I think your daughter came out moderately good. She's pretty cheap, though. She's like uh, Vern Gagne with her money. She's not like you and I. We're like Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> oh, thank God. Thank God she's good with money. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. She's like she's not Eddie Gilbert like you and I. She's more like Vern Gagne and Fritz. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. You can follow the doctor on Twitter at Dr. G. PTB. Definitely follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We do a ton of polls. Um you know, and we post shows, we have other opinions, we have a lot of fun. Uh, busy week this past week, we had uh, obviously the reaction special, new episodes of PTB NXT, new episode of Highway to the Impact Zone, of course, Doctor, new episode uh, that dropped Friday of NWA Crock and Roll. You guys are doing some pre-85 Crockett stuff, so I was kind of excited. I I, I was I enjoyed that episode. Jeff, fun doing that? Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, Sean does a really good job of planning the shows and uh, really brings back a lot of memories for me from those so, times. So check that out. That dropped this week. We have some stuff dropping, uh, and including a new episode of. Um, uh, do we have a new PT Place to podcast? Uh, I think we do. Listen to me. I don't even know. Um, but we will have a new episode of Police Be Nation's main event. And next week. Usually we have it this week, but next week we will have a new episode of Through the Looking Glass. It was supposed to be this past week, but uh, Dave and I couldn't. We had some scheduling issues. So uh, next week, uh, probably it'll drop on Wednesday the 29th. We will have a brand new episode of Through the Looking Glass. So uh, have a great week, everybody. Happy Father's Day again. We will talk to you next Saturday morning with a new episode of The Special. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Ciao. Nobody beats the Riz!